Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level, where every podcast we bring you motivation, inspiration, faith, hope, and love, and we remind you that you are born to succeed. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both the personal and professional level. And I'm your gracious host, Michael Merritt. Today, we have an amazing guest. Miss Krista Fee is an international speaker, author, industry trainer. She's a staff mental health provider for a 501c nonprofit organization, Battle to Be. They serve military vets, police, firefighters, and frontline professionals. She has over 20 years experience, over 56 certifications in trauma-focused healing modalities. She's retired from investigations and medical work and volunteers with Montgomery County Search and Rescue. After surviving and overcoming her own traumatic history, she's dedicated her life to understanding how trauma impacts every aspect of our experience and how best to unravel and reprogram the damage. And you can reach out to her at battle, the number two, Capitalized B as in boy, E as in Edward dot org. Miss Krista, so good to have you on the show. Welcome. How are you doing today? I am wonderful today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that was a little introduction from all the information that I had, but tell us a little bit about yourself, what your passion is, what, what your game is here. I know that your passion and purpose and happiness is around trauma specialists and helping others, but tell us more about yourself, ma'am, and how you're doing in the world today. What's going on with you? I am one, I consider myself to be one of the luckiest, but lucky by taking a ton of action. People that I know, I literally have a fairy tale life. I have an amazing husband. I have two daughters of my own that are grown and who are now giving us grandchildren. And I have two daughters that are my husbands that are now grown. Um, everybody's happy and healthy. It's just, I couldn't ask for more in my personal life. We have a beautiful little home in Texas. We have the freedom and the friends around us to explore this country in, we have a Harley Davidson motorcycle and a 2020 Jeep uh, Gladiator. And we just literally embrace life for all it's worth every single day. Wow. And everybody should do that out there. That's awesome. Yeah. And now you're involved with some different organizations. And, and is that what you do all the time, full time? It is. My full time work, I have a basically a partnership between my for-profit organization and I had to create a nonprofit because there was so much need. I had originally thought I was just going to take 50% of the clients that I took in my profit com company as just donations. I just wanted to serve. So I wanted to make to make it easy for people who are struggling with trauma, but also struggling financially to have access to healthcare that was non-judgmental, easy to get a hold of, wouldn't report to their employers. 
and right. just really understood where they were coming from. So uh -huh. I committed to doing the 50% and then discovered two years in that I just had so many people that needed that side of things, so many people that needed help that I needed to actually go more than 50% of my time and energy had to be serving those people. And I needed to find a way to network and get other providers that could also do what I'm doing just to access, just to reach the people that we needed to reach here. Uh -huh. um, it kind of took on its a life of its own. And now I, now I run a for-profit and the nonprofit at the same time. Okay. And, and the battle to be is the nonprofit <laughs> organization. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And so tell us, I know it's about first responders and providers, medical providers and, and military vets, but what all do you guys do? We do mental health awareness. So we actually go to a ton of different events with our really cool vehicles that I told you about. And we uh -huh. have a pop-up and we discuss the way that people the way people talk about mental health, the way people perceive mental health. We talk about suicide and helping pro professions and bring awareness. But we also do boots on the ground, actual PTSD uh, healing work. We have group courses, peer support, a podcast, and we do a 12 week one-on-one -on -one program with individuals to help them get started with the foundations of coping and resiliency skills. Uh-huh. Um, and then I do corporate trainings also at law enforcement, fire stations. Um, I'm now running a, a committee with our Montgomery County Search and Rescue, where we're also going to be doing uh, trauma intervention after traumatic experiences faced during search and rescue as well. So uh, I do a ton of different education and healing. Nice. Nice. And it definitely sounds like you got a passion for it for sure. It is everything. Yes, absolutely. And I definitely would tell people find your passion because once you have it, you have no choice but to do what you have to do. And it brings you so much joy and so much happiness. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends one time he said, you know, you can retire from a, a job, but you can't retire from a calling or a purpose. You just seem driven the rest of your life. You may you may slow down a little bit as you get older, but when you really have a passion and a purpose for life, you just do it. You don't you can't retire from that. So that's awesome. Now I met you at the uh, mastermind dinner that Mr. Kevin Castillo had, uh, which was a great event at, at getting some folks in the room. And if and if you've not been to one of these dinners before, guys, and you're thinking about going, I would highly suggest it. It was called the Dinner of Impactors. And it was a room full of amazing people, just like this young lady I'm talking to. And for us to be able to get in the room together and network and figure out whose story is what and, and see how we can help each other is an amazing thing. So I just want to send a shout out to Mr. Kevin Castillo because I would not be talking to you right now if it wasn't for his amazing dinner that we went to. So, so blessed to have met you there. It's an awesome thing. Now, and I also got a bracelet from you, which I still am wearing today, as a matter of fact. It's a black bracelet, and it's got some green on it. And on one side, it says, no one left behind. And on the other side, it says, no one fights alone. And it's got these beautiful little ribbons as well on there. So each day, I do have my little bracelet on from you. I wear two. I wear that one. And then I've got a red one on that says, unwavering integrity. 
And somebody gave me that years ago, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear this till it falls off. I, I need that unwavering integrity every day. <laughs> so that was awesome to meet you at the event there. And I'm sure you met some amazing folks as well, right? I did. And I've actually, because of his event, I've actually really researched a lot of the local. I like the small networking org- organizations where it's not necessarily your your general BMIs and the things like that that we all have been doing for years and we all kind of know about. But uh-huh. I like the the small local people that just decide to put something together and create an opportunity for small businesses to network because there's something so much more genuine and so much more natural about people bringing people together in in that way yeah yeah i agree totally i I, there were some amazing folks in the room and and uh you had a great dinner as well man (laughs) that was a fabulous dinner it was yeah it's really funny you brought up the the tagline no one fights alone and uh i it's taken me forever in the business to realize that that is for us too as business people uh-huh. Like, like that's what we want to say to the people that out there that we're talking to as, as clients who need healing and clients who want to create these support circles for themselves and that that's so important for them. But sure. we forget as business owners that, that we need that too. We absolutely do. Yes, we do. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, that actually just happened to me a week ago. Um, I was getting frustrated about something and one of my buddies reached out to me and I said, bro, you know, I'm just kind of struggling with something right now. I'm frustrated. And he sent me back exactly what you said, bro. You don't have to go at it alone. Just give me a shout. Let's get on the phone. What's up? Let's just talk for a second. Maybe we can talk it through. And I was like, man, oh, amazing. And that is true, you know, because we're just like everybody else. And we get frustrated with different things. And especially when we're trying to serve others, we're in the process of thinking about others. And a lot of times we don't think about ourselves and we're trying to do too many things at a time. And we're trying to save money by not hiring somebody to do something. And we end up working ourselves and, and getting frustrated sometimes. So that's a great point that you brought up that we don't have to go at it alone. Uh, no matter what it is, you can reach out to somebody for a little hand, uh, a good word or something along those lines. And you just uh, know that you're not there by yourself. But yeah, no one fights alone is a great, great model there. And of course, no one left behind. I love that as well. Yeah, we put the no one left behind on there because what we were finding, especially our military personnel, they they go to the VA once or twice. And if they don't get the answer that they need right away, they're so frustrated with the system that they don't seek further help. And then they just get forgotten. And, you know, all of these service providers, they go through their job with that motto. They literally will, they will die to make sure that no one gets left behind. They will sacrifice themselves to no end to make sure no one gets left behind. But when they get home, that's not true anymore. Right. They isolate themselves and they, they lose contact and connection with the people that are so important to them. And they lose the ability to ask for help or to feel worthy of help. So I wanted to really remind them that they live that motto, they breathe that motto, and that still is with them, and those people are still with them, and if they reach out, I have never seen a veterans group make fun of another vet for asking for help. I've never seen them give each other a hard time for 
for looking for answers or solutions for their PTSD. A- absolutely, right. But they think in their minds that asking for help is weakness, but really mm-hmm. asking for help is a show of strength. they respect each other for that show of strength so we have to teach the ones that haven't experienced that we have to show them a little bit of what their peers actually believe and what their peers actually think and what's actually going to happen is they'll be lifted up and supported yeah and they're not they're never alone yeah yeah because it's pride and it's and it's uh, a toughness and not only a mental toughness but a physical toughness you know i've been a medic for 27 years i was a firefighter for 10 and there's not, you know, it's more talked about now, but, and, and we say healthcare providers and PTSD because, you know, our PTSD is a little different from our veterans, but it's PTSD. I mean, you see somebody with their head cut off, their body cut in half and arms cut off, they're abused or neglected. The stuff you see, you can never forget. They're shot, they're stabbed, whatever it is. And, you know, back in the day when I was growing up as a firefighter, you were just told to pull up your pants, be, be a big boy. You're just going to see a lot of rough stuff in your career. So just get used to it. And I think the military, they take that same mentality of, I'm going to see a lot of bad stuff just the way it is. And I just got to get used to it. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't be a crybaby about it. And just suck it up, buttercup. And what that does is it internalizes everything. And anytime we internalize anything, it's a, it becomes a toxin. It becomes a poison that we can't get out of us. And it really rips us apart. And we don't even know it from the inside out. It just eats us out, whether it's relationships with our loved ones, uh, wives, spouses, kids, people around us, friends. We tend to draw into ourselves, like you just said, and then we tend to start doing other things like abusing alcohol and drugs because then that just becomes comfort. Um, I know myself because I've been there. I've seen millions of firefighters and paramedics that have done it and then also committed suicide. That's the one thing I always tell people is that I'm always trying to keep you from getting to that level. You know, whether you are a vet or you're a firefighter or a medic or something, you know, I want you to reach out whenever you need that help. So if you're listening right now and you're a vet, you're a firefighter, you're a medic, you're a nurse or a doctor, I don't care what profession you're in. If you have trauma, you have PTSD, you need to reach out to a trauma specialist or just someone to ask for a helping hand. I mean, because you don't want to leave yourself in this situation because it's just going to eat you up inside and out and do no good for you or your relationships or your future. And I've certainly seen that a lot in our business. And I actually talk about it in my medical classes all the time, you know, ways to not have that happen to you or, you know, ways that it has affected our providers. And I will have people come up every single time after class and go, everything you said, it's true. I'm like, I know it is. I've been in this business a long time. I know, I know. And so definitely it's great that you're out there helping folks and influencing them and getting them the help that they need in those times. No doubt about it. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And and you said you, you go around and you speak at different events and things like that. So where all do you go around? Um, I actually am not adverse to going anywhere. Right now, I travel mostly in the United States, but I have done Costa Rica and Puerto Rico. Uh, wow. Geez, babes. for next year, we have Australia and Canada on the books. So Wow. I'm that's, very that's amazing about getting this mes- message out. <laughs> that's and amazing. It's the same everywhere. Even if you don't have, like we always consider military only being in the United States. All of those helping professions are everywhere and they struggle with the same types of problems everywhere. Violence, death lives everywhere. So it's super interesting too, as you were talking about the medical 
com community and, and how you get the opportunity to talk about it. It's really interesting too, the way it's finally changing from post-traumatic stress disorder, from PTSD. We're starting to actually be able to call it post-traumatic stress and trauma spectrum injuries. It's starting to be recognized as a brain and body or nervous system injury instead of a mental disorder, which gotcha. takes so much of the stigma away that yeah. it's going to make it so much easier for us to, to spread the message that it is okay to ask for help, that it is okay to say that you're not okay. Right. Yeah, and I think with each generation, that's going to get better when, when people get that help and realize they they can ask for that help, and then when they pass that to the younger generation, because the younger generation has to grow up with that as well, so that they can pass that on to the next generation. Again, if if you grew up in my world, it was suck it up, Buttercup, be quiet, and all that good stuff, and and that didn't help any of us, you know. So it's the ones that say, yeah, it's okay to reach out for help, please, you know, reach out to me, reach out to somebody. Let me give you. Let me give you a number. Let me give you somebody's contact information to get to. So, uh, do you have any books out right now? I am in the process of writing my own uh, biography, basically. It's my survivor story. I was a victim of child sexual abuse uh, and a whole lot of other things. So, it, we always say, our victim cards and I always like to say my victim card is really full because when I actually have to talk about it which we you know we obviously don't have time to get into all that here it takes like an hour to even go through all the different things that have happened I'm a cancer survivor I was in an auto accident that gave me a traumatic brain injury uh, I was raped I had two different instances of domestic violence my I had a one of my husbands was being inappropriate with one of my children and I had to actually grab my kids in two suitcases and, and leave the state to to be safe. So like wow. I have all these stories and I had to do all this healing. So I have I have a book coming out that goes through that process. And right. then I have done chapters in a couple of other books recently. So there's a childhood sexual abuse compilation for a nonprofit organization um, called International Heal Right, Heal W-R-I-T-E now. So that okay. will be coming out in the next couple months. And then I just did a chapter in one of our Unleash You Now folks, Sean, his uh, project, which oh. I don't know if he's fully announced that yet. So I don't, don't think I can really say anything about that yet okay all right well good that's awesome well good for you getting in those books that's good and um as far as social media out there what do you what do you have i mean i know you have a facebook page do you have instagrams or youtube pages or wh where can people find different stuff from you social media -wise? i am on instagram at yep. sahara rising and battle to be and i am on facebook at Coach Krista B. I am on Facebook at Phoenix Rising, which is my for-profit organization, and at Battle to Be, which is my non-profit organization. So you can find me at all those places. And if you look on Amazon and you want to see my old book, I actually have a hilariously cute fiction story that I published about, oh geez, what was it, six years ago? <laughs> okay. Called Awakening. Okay. And that one is actually still available. So 
Nice. Well, who are you going to be publishing your book through? I think they're all self-published, I believe, on Amazon and Kindle. Okay. Very good. And guys, I'm going to put all this information in the notes for you. I'm going to put her links and all that good stuff in there. Uh, Battle to be again is battle and then the number two and then capital B E. So battle to be, uh, but I'm going to put all Chris, Christophe's information in there in the notes for you guys. So you can get a hold of her there. So future plans, ma'am. What, what's the future plans for where you're going? I mean, I, I follow you on Facebook. You got an amazing Jeep and I see you out there with that guy. I'm like jealous there, little peanut butter and jelly over here. I love me a Jeep and uh, I'm a Harley guy as well. So I've, I've had motorcycles my whole life. I started riding when I was four. So I'm definitely right there with you. Haven't had the Jeep yet, but uh, it is in the future plans. But what's your future plans? Where are you going next? Oh my goodness. My focus right now is on our, what we're calling the Ferryman Project. And okay. the Ferryman Project is our honor, respect, and remember program. And what we're doing is we're creating one-of-a-kind plaques for families of the fallen, and we're choosing to use families, we're choosing to honor families that aren't receiving the normal kind of accolades that usually come from a service death because they've committed suicide or because they died of another cause. Like. Uh We just served one who had died of 9-11 cancer, but he died 20 years after the fact. So even though it was diagnosed as being related to the 9-11 incident Uh and his service there, um, it it wasn't considered an in the line of duty death. So we take on those families that aren't feeling honored by their professions and we create these plaques and then we do what we are calling a ride to remember and we have volunteers all across the United States. So if Uh you have a Jeep or a Harley Davidson or you have a fancy car or you just wanna get involved and you drive a Volkswagen, it's totally okay. We have volunteers, especially peers, take the plaque from state to state all the way across the country from Conroe, Texas, where we create it to a final peer in in the state where the family resides and we uh, then produce those to the family, present those to the family in a way that is private and allows for them to have some some quiet time with that. But during the course of the travel, the ride to remember, it's an opportunity for peers to remember and for peers to really share stories and moments. And sometimes people take photographs, sometimes people go to a place that means something to them you know somebody will stop at the Grand Canyon and take some photos and spend some time with the plaque so it's an honorary way of of taking the final journey home yeah that is amazing and, and did you come up with that my husband actually came up with that wow that's an amazing how do we make this special? I was like, I want to do this program, but a plaque is just a plaque. It needs to be meaningful. And I wanted it to be meaningful to their peers. Yeah. As well as to the families. And he was like, well, you know, we do these honor runs all the time. Jeepers and and bike clubs do them all the time where we just all get together and we drive in honor of someone. So I was like, it made sense to organize these honor rides across the country for each of these people so that's 
how it all got started. So now he actually gets called the Ferryman. That's his nickname. <laughs> okay, and that's what I was going to say. It's called the Ferryman Project. And and where'd you guys come up with that name? Did he come up with that, or he did? It because we're really we're really invested in in challenge coins and we like to do the ch- we create challenge coins as a memorial for the people that we do the plaques for right. so we were we wanted to incorporate the challenge coins too and he goes well what about coins for the ferryman what about this story this story just resonates so important you know the ferryman guides the soul across the river styx on its final journey to the afterworld on its final journey to wherever that may be and some people say Valhalla and some people say heaven but either way it's that last safe journey home so our ferrymen our volunteers get a limited edition coin when they participate so we send coins for the ferrymen along with the journey and then they sign a document that says I was a ferryman on this mission and that document goes with the plaque to the family so the family knows can see and touch the names of those who were involved in that mission. Wow, that is the coolest. Well, I definitely will have to get that out there on my page. Um, I've got a lot of Jeepers that I know and, and hardly guys and gals, but just really anybody that want to be involved with that, I, I'm sure that I would have folks that want to do that. That is amazing. Good for you. Well, you definitely have a passion and a purpose. And, and like you said, you're at the very beginning, you're happy in life and and it sounds like that uh, God has big plans for you and some bigger plans in the future. As we always know, sometimes it's way bigger than we even can imagine. And every time we turn the corner, we're like, I can't even believe it's this big. So I wish you the best of luck. I know that, you know, really and truly your best is yet to come. There's amazing things ahead of you. Uh, but congratulations for the amazing things that you've already done. You know, what a great job for being a servant. Um, you know, I believe truly, I say it all the time, we're here put on earth for a purpose, with a purpose, and to be a servant is why we're here. We're not really truly here to be served. So congratulations to you for overcoming all the trauma that is in your life. I look forward to your book coming out. Um, and again, I really truly look forward to uh, working with you in the future, maybe uh, doing some events or some stages together or something like that. Uh, as soon as I do some events, I will definitely bring you in and put you on the stage myself. So. I definitely appreciate you being on today. And the last thing I always ask from the guest is one nugget of wisdom or one thing that you would just absolutely say, I've got to leave this with the listeners today. What is that one thing that you want our listeners to remember you by? You are absolutely worthy of happiness and you can have happiness. There you go. Yeah. No matter what, right? Because you've been through a lot and here you are on the other side smiling from ear to ear right yes no matter what it is you you can come back from it you might not have the life you had before but life is new for all of us every single day and we have a choice each and every day to decide how we want to take that right absolutely absolutely well it's so great to have you on miss krista Uh, As I wrap it up, guys, I always say the same. Remember, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. And remember the golden rule. If you will treat others as you want to be treated, then the world will be a much better place. Miss Krista, we look forward to seeing you in the future. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for being on with us today. And we look forward to all of our guests out there checking us out. Remember, Merit Coaching Group, Born to Succeed podcast. We're here for you. And until next time, we love you, baby. Bye-bye.
We want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the Born to Succeed podcast with Michael and Elisa Merritt. We know that you have a very busy schedule, and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend time with us. You can find us at Merit Coaching Group on YouTube, Facebook. You can email us at MerritCoachingGroup at gmail.com. We want to remind you that you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. Remember to follow the golden rule. You can have everything you want. Yeah, but you got to do what? Treat others as you want to be treated. So until next time, have a very blessed day from Michael and Elisa Merritt.